0: Episode 39.
1: What's going on everyone? Brennan C. Adams here, crowdfunding expert, media guy, and TV host. If you want to level up your inner circle like I have, you should be listening to Build Your Network with my good friend Travis Chapel.
2: You have the ambition, the knowledge, and the experience, but still lack those relationships necessary for achieving true success. Welcome to Build Your Network, your guide to growing your inner circle, increasing your influence, and assisting others in reaching their goals. This is networking the way it should be, brought to you by your host, Travis Chapel.
0: Welcome to the one and only show that brings you tips and tricks on networking from the best experts around three days a week although they may not all be in the same field, every guest that comes on the show has one important thing in common. They believe, as I do, that building relationships is crucial to achieving success in life. I cannot wait to introduce you to today's guest, but first, If you're listening to this, then there's a good chance that you're serious about building your network. If that's you, and only if you're serious, you should definitely check out my Facebook group, Build Your Network Beta. If you want more personal engagement, proven connection strategies and tactics, and some awesome giveaways like shopping sprees, Beats headphones, et cetera, et cetera, then head on over to byn.media, forward slash FB to join the group, or you can search Facebook groups for Build Your Network Beta and join there. And once you do, please be sure to introduce yourself and say what's up, and I will catch you there. And now let's go ahead and chat with today's guest, Brandon T. Adams. Brandon is a serial entrepreneur owning a stake in a number of businesses, including the Accelerant Media Group, Live to Grind, Young Entrepreneur Convention, Arctic Stick, and an ICE distributorship that serves three different states. Brandon is co-host and one of two executive producers of Ambitious Adventures, a reality television program focused on the compelling stories of young entrepreneurs around the country. He's the VP of Business Development for Think Rich Film. On the film Think and Grow Rich, The Legacy, and the youngest person to be featured in the film. In addition to his TV and film work, he's the host of the influential business podcast Live to Grind and has been the guest on over 100 shows. Brandon and his team at Accelerate Media Group work with high profile clients like Kevin Harrington, John Lee Dumas, Think Rich Films, and others on branding, PR, digital marketing, and successful crowdfunding campaigns, raising over $1.5 million in the last year. Brandon is also a regular on the motivational speaking circuit and loves to teach other entrepreneurs how to replicate his results. Brandon, thanks so much for coming on the show today, man. Really, really excited to have you on. Why don't you go ahead and expound on that intro and then tell us a little bit more about yourself?
1: Yeah, well, thank you so much for having me on, Travis. Uh, you know, <clears throat> I'm from northeast Iowa, the whole story from a small town, literally a farming community, a town of 750 people. And I am actually reside in, in Orlando, Florida now. I have a house in in Iowa, and I have an apartment in Orlando, Florida, but uh, kind of how I got to all that long-leg like, introduction you got <laughs> to is is where it really changed my life is when I read the book Think and Go Rich, and that book made me realize that anything's possible. It doesn't matter if I'm from a small town, whatever my disadvantages. if I set my mind to something, anything is possible, and I supplied that, and I read that at 21. I'm 27 now, and over – Product development, I had invented a product called the Arctic Stick here about five years ago. After working to get that product to market, learning marketing, and basically everything from just doing pure work, pure grind, Mm -hmm. I learned what I really love to do is helping people, influencing people, and creating video content. And now we are literally changing the way. We create films, so we're creating our own reality TV shows for entrepreneurs, and we're also, I mean, a part of the, for the film, Think and Grow Rich, The Legacy. I believe storytelling is the most powerful thing that we have, and the best way to tell a story is through a great quality video, and that's what I'm focusing my time on, building our brand, building other brands, and creating video content that inspires, motivates, and educates people to go after what they want in life.
0: And Think and Grow Rich is possibly the longest standing business book out there. I was literally talking to my grandpa last night and uh, <laughs> he's 86 and he read it when it first came out. And uh, so it's crazy how many people that it's influenced over the years. How has your experience been putting together a film that really highlights that book?
1: Surreal, man. It's uh, I've been on this project. I was looking at 15 months. Wow. This book is... Imp- is it sold over one hundred million copies. It's one of the best personal development books in the world. And I mean, in so many different languages and and what it's done is amazing. And for me, I read the book. It changed my life, and I always said one day that I would be in the book or be a, in the back of the book, something with it. And well, now I'm gonna film with it, but but no <laughs> i i had I applied the principles, and you know one day I had opportunity and like myself, so many people get opportunities, but they pass them up, but I don't. So I had an opportunity, somebody from actually, his name's Joel Franco. is one of the producers of the film. This is like right at the beginning of putting this together. He saw me do a Facebook live. He saw me do a Facebook live and he actually had saw on one of the posts when I first saw the trailer come out that they had created, it was like way, I don't know, a year and a half ago. And I commented. I said, it is your duty to put me in that film. And, you know, it's funny because I did a Facebook live. I was preaching, thinking of rich. Joel had hit me up. He's like, hey, let's jump on a call. And we got on a call. And, you know, when you have a conversation with somebody, it's like, I've known this guy my whole life. Well, I, that's what I felt like. It was like a brother from another mother. And <laughs> he, he said, dude, I've been watching you and you're somebody I really want to be a part of this and in this film. And Well, one call led to a couple more calls. I was talking with the team and I started adding value, just like it talks about in thinking of rich, add value, earn your spot. And then, well, I'm a crowdfunding expert at the time. They were going to do a crowdfunding campaign. I said, well, I got you. Let's do this. We raised close to 370 grand in a couple of months, which led to more investment. And then from that point, it got me to where they—I was actually went to Napoleon Hill Day in Wise, Virginia, and I was a part of the team at the time. I had been on set, I had done my interview in San Diego, and I had helped out in multiple areas. Well, they announced me in front of the Napoleon Hill Foundation. They said Brandon Adams, the financial advisor for Thinking Rich the Legacy, and I'm like, holy shit, no. <laughs> did that just happen? <laughs> and and then wait, anyway, it just gets better. 45 minutes later, we're sitting at a table. And this guy, he kept talking. He was kind of an older gentleman, and he uh, – J.B. Hill was his name I found out. It turns out he was his, Napoleon Hill's grandson. i was sitting at this table with all these influential people and having a conversation with him. And at that moment, I realized that book is powerful because to get to that table, I applied the principles. I added value, and I was part of the team. Fast forward another 11 months, and I, I mean I became a, a, like family with the team. And, and we are literally, we're 44 days away from the release, the premiere, which I am so excited about, and it's just an honor. It's, it's right now one of the biggest accomplishments I've had in life, and it's, I know that we're gonna impact well over a billion lives within the first couple of years. People are gonna be seeing this all over the world because this film literally has touched the lives of so many people, and now that we put it in a film, can you imagine what book sales are going to do now after people see this? Because you know how it goes. People – usually a book starts, and then they create a film, and they're like, oh, there's a book about it, then they go read the book. <laughs> this yeah. film is going to be a huge impact, and I just got to say I didn't get lucky. I got to say maybe there was some luck that I got the opportunity to be a part of this because people are dying. Literally, people are like, I will do anything to get in this, to be a part of this. I earned it. I w- w- last 15 months. I've worked in this project with these guys, and we have worked together in perfect harmony to literally achieve one of the biggest accomplishments in history for this film. So it's surreal, man. I I, I don't know what else to say. It- it's it's one of the coolest things I've ever been a part of.
0: This episode of the show is brought to you by Indeed. We are driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate is not to search at all. It's to match and match with. Yeah. And I really like what you brought out to, uh, it leads really, really well into this question because you obviously knew the right people to get into that situation, but you also had the right knowledge and could add the right value with being a crowdfunding expert and stuff like that. So do you believe Brandon, that what you know or who you know is more important and why
1: combination of both, but it, it becomes who, you know, You get to the stage, like literally who you know, and you can text an influencer and and get into the front door somewhere that people will pay a lot of money to get to. But you also have to have an expertise or some kind of expertise in a certain area. And mine was crowdfunding. I knew that I had to have a tool that was valuable, that people would demand. And people, because of it, not only could I make money, but it get me into opportunities most people wouldn't get. And so you combine the principles of the book, one is a burning desire to do something, two is expertise, is, is specialized knowledge, and the other one, my favorite one, is the mastermind approach. And for me, I use crowdfunding as my vehicle to get myself into many op- opportunities. For one, I use crowdfunding to crowdfund my own reality TV show. I use crowdfunding to add value to the Think and go Rich team, to be a part of the team. I use crowdfunding to help John Lee Dumas raise a lot of money, which led to Kevin Harrington have interest. I use that tool to get into a network. And then once you get in that network, they will introduce you to everyone. Right. And once you're in, you're in.
0: And tell, tell us more about that connection with Kevin Harrington. How, how did that come about and kind of dive into that a little bit more?
1: Yeah, so it, it started with John Lee Dumas. Uh, so <laughs> podcasting. Podcasting is a huge, huge huge opportunity <laughs> to net to network with people. Oh man, it's been I crazy. Started, I, it's crazy. Oh yeah. I mean, you know, and I, I started my podcast show two and a half years ago. It started as university of young entrepreneurs. It's called now Live to grind. And what I do is I interview people. And at the end of every show, I try to find a way to work with them or help them or any kind of, any kind of, uh, thing, how we can help each other. Right. And so it was July 31st, 2015. That I had John Lee Dumas on my show. And I I remember I dressed up. I had a suit on. He'll probably never forget it. I had lights. He's like, man, you look deeper. Like, you look really good, man. You get dressed up and everything. And I interviewed him. At the end of the show, I always tell people how I can help them. I said, you know what, I'm a crowdfunding expert. I've been on a TV tour. I've been going on TV and I just wrote a book on it. And this is when I literally like just getting started. The only other campaign I had under my belt was my own campaign for Arctic Stick, which I raised like 26 grand. So I I said, hey, I know how to help people raise money. And he said – he's like, whoa, I'm actually thinking about doing a a book, thinking about doing uh, something called the Freedom Journal. I'm like, oh, okay, And got off the call. I acted. Most people would let that ponder off and wait for them to reply. I literally set up a call with him right away. We talked. I added value to him. Right after the call, he didn't even ask me. I set up an entire crowdfunding page for him. I spent a whole day putting it together, and then I was in. Like, I was helping him. Five months later, we launched a campaign. We raised – it was – we did the launch. We raised $100,000 for the book in 33 hours. We ended up raising 453 grand dollars in, in 33 days. We made it the fifth largest crowdfunding campaign in history for a book. And that was my, all of a sudden, overnight success. Well, that right there – attracted many people so a few months later i had an opportunity from a connection talk about networking a connection i made at a unleash the power within event it's actually forbes riley she said hey i got this event going on it's zoic it's in saint pete florida she said it's happening tomorrow she's like i can get you a 30 minute car ride with kevin harrington i was in iowa at the time I had my assistant buy the ticket right there. I got on a plane. The next day, I'm in a car ride with Kevin Harrington, and he obviously had saw that I helped this JLD guy raise a half a million dollars and in my brain. And by the way, if you're ever in a room with a big influencer, or you're trying to connect with them, do not say, hey, can I get you as a mentor? Or don't say, hey, can I pick your brain or get advice? See how you can actually help them. And when you say that, mean it and actually help them. So. He was picking my brain and we were in the car ride. And over the weekend I built a relationship with him. And by the end of the weekend, he said, Well, why don't we do a, a campaign? Why don't we raise some money? And we did a book deal. So it was a collaborative book deal where people could be in the book. And and what we did is we launched a campaign. It wasn't a huge campaign. We we raised about 40 grand, but the power of crowdfunding goes beyond that. So that campaign we did with Kevin Harrington we had built up a list and we actually did a mastermind. So we did a mastermind back in June of 2016. And in that mastermind, there was about 20 people in a room. One of the guys, I would have never guessed it, had this product, it was a product that cleaned glasses. And anyways, Kevin ended up partnering with this guy. And a month ago, I actually interviewed him at his house um, for my show and he's actually speaking at our event, Live to Grind, he, uh, he said, Brandon, we did over a million units with this product. He said, from that mastermind, this guy that we're working with, this year alone, we're going to do $30 million in revenue. <laughs> $30 million. And I'm like, that is the power of connection. So look at this. It's acting. So I had a success, JLD success. He saw it. I had opportunity. I got on a plane, flew to get 30 minutes with him. I followed up. We did a deal together. We had success. And then after that, I built trust with him. And anytime I text Kevin, he knows, like, hey, this guy making me money. Like, I I wanna wanna see how we make more money. (laughs) And that we ended up making the book a bestseller. I was co-author of the book with him. We made it a bestseller. And all that success happened. And now he's speaking our event in December. And we had other deals we'll be doing together. And it's all because. I connected with them. I had one success, and from my knowledge of crowdfunding to build up a reputation, I had a success. I leveraged that to connect with more influencers. I acted. I made them money, and in return, it made me a lot of money and also connected me with a lot of people, which all of a sudden built up my profile, which now I'm that influencer in that industry. So I see people eye to eye. I'm no longer the guy that's looking up on them. So it all happened again. The power of networking, the power of following up and actually going after. Something. How many people, Travis, would be like, ah, oh, I don't know. Right. I got to fly there tonight. Mm-hmm. I, I don't have money for the plane ticket. Or what if it doesn't? They'll think of all the reasons. What if something goes yep, wrong? Yep. Well, what if it
0: does go right? You know, that's exactly the insight that I was going to bring up, because that, that's probably my biggest takeaway from that whole story is the fact that you saw an opportunity and you seized it immediately without without even without hesitating. You're like, you know What? You know, maybe it might even happen. Maybe, maybe I end up sitting in the back seat of a van, and you know what I mean. And I never even get to talk to the guy, or you know, there's a a, a whole slew of reasons uh, why you shouldn't have paid the money for a plane ticket, flew out that night to be in a 30 minute car ride with Kevin Harrington, but without even hesitating, you saw an opportunity and seized it immediately, and now it's paid off huge on the long term. And that was the same thing that happened with JLD when you offered. To do this, his his Kickstarter campaigns is that he mentioned that there might be an opportunity, and without even really asking, you just took charge, took control, and uh, and went ahead and made it happen. And seizing those opportunities led you to more uh, income on in in the future, and not just income, but more importantly, a larger, uh, um, higher level network, which is is so important.
1: I got to say one more. I I had one other opportunity. I got offered. Uh, so my assistant would reach out to get SPR and she had an opportunity to get me on Grant Cardone show. And I originally wasn't going to do it. And she actually convinced me. She's like, just go. You got to be there. And I didn't know how big Grant Cardone was. So I flew down to Miami, Florida. I went on Grant Cardone show and we ended up talking for like a half an hour about doing a crowdfunding deal. Never happened. But I got on a show. Well, that show, somebody saw me on it, which led to me Getting like a month, three weeks later, going on Tyler Lopez's uh, channel. I was actually on his um, webinar. We were I was, there was like sixty thousand people live, and wow. then I go and I went in his room where he has like the books and the, the. I mean, all of it. You see, obviously, his life is for the public, and uh, I did that. I'm actually in his video vault, and from that opportunity, just taking the opportunity to go meet Grant, people saw me, and I've I've generated a lot of sales from being on that show. But plus that success led to somebody like, Oh, you're on Grant show. We'll get you on. We'll actually get you on tie show. So after going on ties, people saw me, they bought for me again, just another opportunity where I acted on it. People saw me and the domino effect was in play.
0: Crazy, crazy. And like you said, two huge names that, that everybody knows. And, uh, yeah. It's all about seizing those opportunities whenever they present themselves. And, and you and I kind of had a, a previous conversation before this, and we we're talking about that. And that's what's allowed, allowed me to be able to eventually even meet you and have you on the show was the opportunities that I've taken part of in the past that came up um, in front of me that I seized. And then now, you know, you got a good recommendation from one or two mutual friends that said, Hey, look, this is a guy that you should talk to. And then now here we are talking on the show a couple of days later. So, um, Man, super super important stuff, bro. I, I appreciate you bringing that up. Um, you
1: you did the same thing, by the way. You did the same thing I did, like with JLD. You're adding value to JLD, and just so you know, like I, I'm like JLD. Who, who's this Travis guy? He's <laughs> like, dude, he's a stud. He's a stud in all areas. And instantly, I'm like, you know what? I trust them so that, <laughs> that I saw, you know what I mean? And, and when you get that endorsement from an influencer like that, mm-hmm. it's powerful because then it, it, it no longer have a, you don't have a gatekeeper anymore.
0: Right. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. That, that's the biggest thing, bro, is that, that that's the whole idea of the show is to help people get into other people's inner circles, not just know who they are or meet them at an event or conference, but get into the inner circle to where exactly like you just said, where you don't have to go through the gatekeeper. Um, um, you can go straight to the person and 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 keep depositing and depositing and depositing value in that bank and until all of a sudden you have a huge balance of value that you've given so much over the years so now that person's just willing to be in your corner and back you up for whatever um whatever ventures that you have going forward and uh, man that's so so key. Um, what, what are some, what are some really practical ways, Brandon, that you try to add more value to others? Cause I know some people I've had, I've had people reach out to me because this is something that I really, I really hit on a lot and it's, you know, based on a lot of different things, but it's also on, on give and take by Adam Grant, but also Gary Vee's uh, jab, 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 right hook and, um, just giving more value in every relationship that, that as, as much as you possibly can give. If you're talking to somebody who thinks that they're at the point in their life, maybe they're 19, 20 years old and they don't have a lot of experience. They don't have a lot of knowledge. They don't have a lot of connections. They don't have a lot of money. Um, What is something that somebody like that would be able to give to someone like a John Lee Dumas or a Kevin Harrington to be able to get their attention and really say, hey, look, I'm going to do whatever I can just to help you out?
1: Well, good news is I've been in your shoes. (laughs) For you listening right now and who don't have many resources or money, I've been in your shoes. (laughs) Mm, (laughs) So what I did (laughs) is I I offered to help people with no charge. I basically – I did a lot of work not expecting anything and i got associated with those people and projects in return that endorsement that credibility that testimonial is what allowed me to work with whoever i wanted so if you're broke right now you don't have any money you got you got time right you got hours to give be willing to help somebody find a mentor find somebody who's already achieved what you want to achieve email them and say hey honestly i will be your intern I will do whatever you want. Heck, I'll clean the toilets. I don't care. I will do whatever you want. I will help you because I believe in you. I just want to learn from you. I'll learn from you and I'll do this. In return, over time, you're going to get that person as a mentor. And if you prove to them you are of value, eventually you might be a part of their team. And For me, my team, people, that, people reach out to me every day. And by the way, if you're listening right now, reach out and and try to offer value. And again, if you follow the steps I share with you, you might join my team. For one, the first thing I say is read the book, Thinking Rich by Napoleon Hill, and read the book, How to Win Friends and Influence People by Dale Carnegie. Read the books, and then we'll do a call. Do a 15-minute call and see how you are. And then, hey, here's my company. Here's what I do. You think you can add value? show me what you can do. If you can make us money, you can make our life easier. Well, that means in return, you're going to make some money. And most people do not follow that. The ones that do are on my team. Yeah. <laughs> the ones that do, right. they're on my team. Right. So just do that. Find an influencer. And- Offer to help them.
0: And And sometimes you got to put your ego aside and and do some work for free. Exactly. Exactly. And if I can add one thing to that, don't be afraid of rejection because you might reach out to five or 10 influencers that maybe are your email just gets lost in the thread and they don't even respond. Or maybe a couple of them respond back and say, hey, you know what? We are we have a lot of people doing stuff for us right now. I can't really think of anything. We'll let you know in the future, blah, 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 whatever it may be. Maybe you you even get uh, cut off by a lot of gatekeepers or whatever it is, but don't be afraid of that rejection. Just keep reaching out to people that you respect, that you admire, that you want to be in their place someday. And somebody, I guarantee, will allow you to do some work for them for free just in exchange for getting some more of their time. Um so hundred percent. F- yeah, yeah. Fantastic, fantastic advice there. Um tell us uh, uh Brandon a little bit more about the crowdfunding campaign uh that that you worked with uh cause with w- with JLD, because that was if I'm not mistaken, you're probably your most successful one. Is that would that be right, accurate to say?
1: Yeah, so money-wise, the the Freedom Journal raised the most. The next closest one was with think and go rich, which they both after the campaign, raised a lot of money from that, but yeah jld's mastery journal at four hundred and fifty three k was the most the second most was three hundred and seventy at uh at the think one but yeah,
0: crazy, crazy so when you first started getting into crowdfunding, it was pr- pretty much brand new is that is that fair to say
1: it was nobody was and that's I saw an opportunity because i why I got into crowdfunding is because I did a campaign to raise money for my invention, the Arctic stick. And I raised about twenty six grand, doing everything wrong. And I saw that a lot of people failed. And I wanted to solve that problem. So I set out building up my brand and, and credibility around crowdfunding. I studied it. And I started doing campaigns. And honestly, John Lee Dumas' campaign was what kind of put me on the map. And for me, I knew nobody was being a self-proclaimed like celebrity expert. And I saw an opportunity for me to go on podcast shows, talk about it, to, to be able to build up my brand. I did that. And there's a lot of people out there that are raising – millions more than me, but they're not really showing theirself as an expert. So I, I just promoted to the world how I was the go-to guy for crowd king of crowdfunding, they call me.
0: <laughs> yeah, and that's uh, a, a pretty good uh, um, thing to say when you're on a podcast or talking to an influencer that, yeah, well, I'm, you know, I'm the king of crowdfunding or whatever. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> exactly. Um, uh, throughout your career, and I think I know the answer to this, but I'm going to ask it anyway because I want you to talk about it. How important... Have one-on-one mentorships and masterminds been?
1: Hands down, number one. Uh, this it's necessary. I mean, I put on masterminds, I put on events and networking. You know, you are the average of the five people you hang out with. The people you surround yourself with are the people that build you up. And your down times, we're all humans. Are we have our down times. And if for me, I look at people I look up to and and for mentors self-made billionaire Jeff Hoffman, Kevin Harrington, the original Shark and Shark Tank, John Lee Dumas, one of the top podcasters out there, um, the Think and Grow Rich team with the film with the top influencers, influencers in the world. These are people that I go to for advice. And when you have those people, they've been through a lot of shit, man. They, they've they seen things and when I can get advice from them and basically they, they can share things with me that can help me from hitting roadblocks. That's powerful. So your network is your net worth. Go to event. Go to events. Literally go to events. That has been a key to my success. Putting on events. When you put on events, you connect with people and you become an influencer. When you go to events, like I did, look the the event I've every event I've been to has led me to a big win. Every event that I have went to, from an event that's fifteen people to an event that's ten thousand people.
0: Estimate if you can, Brandon, the amount of money that you've spent on events, conferences, masterminds, mentorships, personal development over the last few years.
1: Oh, I don't know, six figures. I it, it a lot. Yeah. Because the traveling I did. Right. I mean, I I figured you would be able
0: to remember the exact number, but that's I wanted a big ballpark like like that. Yeah, exactly. But but,
1: but yeah, like that, that range. I mean, some of them I had to do barters to get in because I didn't have Mm. any money Uh, or (laughs) or I or I uh, I also like slept in my truck. But traveling across the country, I spent a lot and every dime is worth it. Mm. Every dime is worth it.
0: Yeah. And especially if you are one of those, uh, one of those kids I was talking about earlier, that's you're younger, you don't have a lot of experience or money or connections or anything. Uh, those are the perfect opportunities. And a, a buddy of mine that, uh, that, that I've met through, uh, John Lee Dumas, cause, uh, him and I worked, uh, at a booth for John at one of the last events he, he was speaking at, his name is Zach and he's, he's younger than I am. He's 22, 23, I think. Um, but for the last couple of years, he's just volunteered at big conferences like podcast movement and like social media marketing world and and things like that. And it's allowed him to get in there, meet with the vendors, the sponsors, the speakers and 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 completely volunteer. So you don't have to pay for a ticket to the event, and yeah, you don't get to go to a lot of sessions, but the main reason to be there anyway is to meet all the people and all the influencers that are there so um but yeah i i, I asked that question cuz i just wanted to get an idea cuz wh- what how old are you brandon 20 27 28 yeah 27. 27 27 yep 27 so Already into the six figures that you've spent on personal development and on mentorships, events, conferences, and all these kinds of things. And you're only 27 years old. And I'm on my way to being right around there myself if I keep it up for the next couple of years. And, uh, (laughs) um, uh, but I can second that, man. It's been, it's been um, it, ever it, since I have had a so, budget, you know what I mean? Where I've actually sat down and looked at my income and said, look, this percentage of my income I have to spend. And then I'll go look for masterminds, conferences, events, and all these different things to put me around the right people and to learn the right things to make sure I'm taking steps forward and where, where I want to go.
1: Let me share this. So like you're doing the right things and you best, I know you, you invest, you went to jail these mastermind and stuff. So like I, I do a mastermind, it, it's 20 grand. And People, some people that don't understand it would be like, what? Like 20 grand. But I know if you're in that mastermind, because I have, again, all the value of your net worth, you're like the people you're around, the people I bring them in touch with, if they literally, I don't know how they can mess it up. If they interact with them and they do deals, they can make easily double, triple, quadruple their investment back. Because when you throw down that kind of money, you're around people that are doing that. So exactly. it's well
0: worth – like get in a mastermind. Get in events. It's worth every penny. Yep, yep. and that's, that's – it's funny that you brought that up because that's actually how I met you was I met a girl named Allison at JLD's Mastermind in Puerto Rico. Obviously, there's only four or five of us there, so we got to know each other really well being down there. And then – um uh, and then at Podcast Movement, she introduced me to a friend of hers that she met on a podcast cruise, and her name is Laura. And then Laura is actually the one that connected me and you. So if I had never gone to that Puerto Rico event, I probably would have never picked out Allison or Laura at Podcast Movement to meet out of the thousands of people you know that were there. And you and I wouldn't be on this podcast interview. So um, it's, it's powerful. It's <laughs> insane. It's insane when you when you sit down and 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 figure it out. And it's so important to make sure that you're doing that on purpose. And that's been 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 huge 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 for me is networking something that, that comes really naturally to you or is it something that you really had to work on
1: so <laughs> i think about this, this is funny um i i remember when i first started going to networking i once in a day i did five networking events <laughs> and i i just go into every event like yeah. i would take up every coffee meeting and i'm like i gotta meet these people go here 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 there 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 and you always need to so i laugh when people are like well i I don't have time. I'm too busy producing now to go to events. Like, dude, you're stupid. Like, really? You can go to that event and you can meet somebody that can you can make a million dollar deal. So, for me, I guess I've come natural. Maybe I've always been kind of a extrovert. I, I when I started younger. I mean, I'm 27 now, but I was a kid. I was bullied. I was. I mean, I had a speech impediment. I couldn't speak very well. And I overcame that, and and once I got into college, I started getting out there more. And then after college, I literally just – I knew because I read the book Thinking Rich. I knew that you had to get out there. I knew that the mastermind approach all that. So I just put myself out there, and I'd go to these events, and I wouldn't be afraid to go up to the person, put it on the event or the speaker, and talk to them as if I was on their same level. And I just did it. So if you're an introvert out there, get over yourself. Uh, you'll be fine. Just – get out there because it's not going to come to you. It's not going to fall on your lap. You have to go out there and find it. And when you go to these events, you're going to find it.
0: And, and to, and if you're an introvert as well, there's definitely uh, merit with, that comes along with overcoming fears that you have. And um, the, the best way to grow is to get outside of your comfort zone. But at the same time, play to your strengths because I'm, I'm more of a, um, which this surprises some people uh, since I run a podcast on networking, but I'm more of a situational extrovert. So I'm not naturally an extrovert. I, I like being by myself. So I found myself at the last conference I was at, you know, in a room of a, a thousand people and I was just kind of walking around. I, I didn't really want to talk to anybody, to be honest. I just wanted to kind of sit there, get on my phone, talk to some other people on text or yeah. facebook or whatever it was and um and uh but eventually you know i had to make sure that i went out and did what i was there to do and overcome those uh hesitations that 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 are that are naturally inside of me for that but also that doesn't mean like if you if you're an introvert like definitely an introvert and you don't like being put in those situations then maybe choose fewer conferences to go to and choose more tight-knit smaller mastermind groups where you can be yourself and people can get to know you over the course of six months and maybe spend your money there instead of a giant conference where you only have, you know, 30 minutes to talk to 500 people Um, and spend, or or, or if you're at a conference, go find two or three people that you want to get to know better throughout the week and spend a lot of time with them. You don't have to be the guy that's just Mr. Extrovert talk to everybody and and go around and speak, play to your strengths, but also, also, try to overcome those fears because you'll you'll always always benefit from getting outside of your comfort zone. Um, one little
1: hack. One little hack. Yeah. If you are at an event, you want to stand out, and this is what I always did. You know, at events they offer like somebody to talk or somebody to stand up. Always be that person because you ever notice when you go to events, you you never forget that person, and like everybody will go up and talk to you because of what you shared. They're like, oh, that inspired me. Always be the person that volunteers to talk because then everybody in that room will know you and then they will come to you. And that's that's one thing I always did. And if I went to an event, I would make sure everybody in the room knew me. So then I made the most of that event.
0: <laughs> right, right. That's a really, really, really good hack, especially uh, it might seem counterintuitive. But if as an introvert, it's probably actually way easier just to say something once and then have everybody come to you and then it opens up a natural uh, conversation from there. Uh, Brandon one tip so we talked about a lot of different areas a lot of different things today if you had to boil it down to just one tip if you only had 30 seconds and to give one tip on networking what would that tip be
1: find the person you want to connect with go up to them and see how you can add value to them and then follow up. Where people fail is they don't follow up. They might not email back the third, fourth, fifth email, but most sales are done between the seventh and 19th time you approach somebody. Keep following up and eventually you'll get to them.
0: So true. So true. Um, there's so many people that give up. And and I come from a sales background. That's exactly, exactly true what you were saying. And, and a lot of people will give up because they don't hear back from the first time. You know how many people reach out to these influencers? <laughs> you know what I mean? Like there's oh my god, s- dozens or hundreds or thousands a day depending on who you're talking to. So just give
2: you just
1: give you a little insight. People reach out to me every single day and I do this little thing. People want to get on my show or they'll pitch. I had one person, they were so persistent. On the 7th time, I emailed them back. And I said, "Most sales are done between 7th and t- 19th time you approach somebody." you reach out seven times, I'll have the person on the show. (laughs) Just because they were persistent, yeah. Yeah,
0: yeah, exactly, exactly. Man, it's so, so true. Man, I I, honestly, Brent, I could talk to you about this for a lot longer, um, but uh, we'll, we'll have to cut it short here and head into something I like to call the random round, which is just a few quick random questions with a few quick random answers, you ready?
2: Yeah, let's do it. This is the random round.
0: What profession other than your own do you think it would be fun to attempt? Professional sports. (laughs) If you could sit on a park bench with someone, past or present, and talk to them for an hour, who would it be and why?
1: Eminem. His music has inspired me to achieve great things, and I want to just see what he's went through and how he's used that music to impact millions.
0: So if anybody out there listening has a connection to Eminem, hit up Brandon. Yes. How do you like to learn best? Books, blogs, or podcasts? Books. Tell me one of your favorites besides Think and Grow Rich.
1: <sighs> I like How to Win Friends and Influence People, uh, but I also like uh, Rich Man in Babylon a good one, too.
0: Give us a glimpse of your morning routine.
1: Varies, but I, I like to work out. I, I read Think and Grow Rich. I write down my goals, meditate, visualize my success. I take a hot, cold shower. At the end, I do a warrior chant where I scream what I want in life, and I
0: start my day. What is your go-to pump-up song?
1: Eminem, Till I Collapse.
0: What are you not very good at?
1: (laughs) (laughs) Writing. My writing sucks. (laughs) Like, writing. I, I, like, write on a piece of paper. Like, I can't write. Like, I've wrote books, but, like, the the writing and logistical stuff, like, I have, sometimes I feel like I got ADD, but
0: yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Well, as we get everything wrapped up here, bro, what is one place that we'll be able to find you the most?
1: Google me. No. Yeah. Um, but go to – just check out my stuff at to grind.com. we got a podcast, uh, TV show coming out, blog, you name it. But com is the best place. And I, I'm all about just living the grind in your life, whatever you do, whether you are a podcaster, you are a TV host, an entrepreneur, a marketing expert, an athlete. Grind at what you do and become the best at it. When you get out of bed every day, master your craft. And at the end of the day, look back on it and say, I did the most I can because that day could be your last.
0: Hmm. If you want to check out more about Brandon, head over to livetogrind.com and find him there. Brandon, thanks so much for coming on the show today, brother. Had a had a lot of fun.
2: Thank you so much.
1: It was great, Travis.